When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. Welcome to the family with Ralph Tommy Basham, MD Hack Master. There we go. That's where Brad Rasmussen. And Andy Rampernard. And Catherine, she's late. You better get on home. She's late. We'll be right back. Kick things off the family. Michael Bryant, Brad Sean. Bryant, what's the latest? Uh, we're just trying to represent people who have been injured through no fault of their own. We're trying to talk to them before they talk to an adjuster or before they take a settlement that isn't something they should get based upon their injuries. How many people are out there in different, not in the law business, that love to run around scaring people before you even get to them? Well, adjusters will want to settle cases right. and they want to close files. So based upon that, they do what they have to. Um, I think there's a lot of circumstances where they probably act as attorneys where they're not attorneys and they try yeah. to explain people's rights or they give them a certain view that if they look at it. And what I always say is this, if the adjuster really truly thinks the offer they made makes sense, they'd have them come see us. You know? And that's exactly my question is you have to understand who has the best your best interest in mind correct well you want to know what your rights are you know whether yep. or not you decide yep. you're going to hire us or not that's a choice it's a free consultation and you want to understand what your all your rights are and what coverages you have and plus the fact i hang out with you so you got to be a good guy <laughs> if i'm hanging out with you uh, maybe <laughs> uh, okay ladies and gentlemen michael bryant bradshaw and bryant Dougie, what's new at my favorite Nissan stores? Well, now that everybody's back from vacation, we can finally get to work. Yeah, easy there, gunpowder. Hey, at least you only took a week. Jayla was gone darn near a whole month. Poor Dan Rush. Anyway, we got some great things happening at Coon Rapids Nissan and Walzer Nissan in Burnsville. Read this, and you can add that cool DJ voice if you want to. It's 2020 closeout month at Burnsville and Coon Rapids Nissan. Giant discounts in 0% for 60 months on all remaining 2020s. You also get Walzer Care, a 10-year, 150,000-mile powertrain warranty for free. Ah, music to my ears. I love the sound of a good DJ in the morning. But wait, there's more. For the first time ever, you can get 0% for 60 months on the all-new 2021 Rogue. The 2021 Rogue is bigger, better, and faster than ever before. For more information on 0% interest on all these great vehicles, check out Coon Rapids Nissan and Walzer Nissan at Burnsville and tell them Tommy sent you. I'll just cut out the last bit. Hello, I'm Brad Huckle, president at North American Banking Company. And I'm Mike Bilski, CEO at North American Banking Company. As a community bank based right here in the Twin Cities, we believe in taking the time to get to know our customers and their businesses. And part of that is hiring and cultivating a team of experienced lenders. When your business banks with us, you're not training in a new inexperienced banker. In fact, our bankers have worked with many of the same customers for years, earning their trust. We get to know you and your business, and you get to know and rely upon us. When your business is looking to capitalize on an opportunity or solve a problem, we'll be here to help you. Tom here. I know Brad and Mike, and I trust that with my banking, they've personally delivered on everything they've just said. So why not bank with my banker, North American Banking Company, a better banking experience, member FDIC, an equal housing lender. We are back, ladies and gentlemen. Now, I got to ask because Dr. Basham is here. We have a doctor in the house. Psychedelic drug shows great promise for PTSD sufferers. Therapy assisted by MDMA, also known as ecstasy, could be approved by 2023. What's that all about? MDMA well, is like ecstasy? Mike, it's probably That's like what it Mike's says. grow dosing, would be my guess. 
because that helps people with severe yes, anxiety and OCD and stuff. They've been saying this for like 50 years. Yeah. So 50? I, so I could see that. So serotonin Helping. release helps you if you're depressed. There you go. You got to do the clock, Andy. Well, it's kind of, that's kind of what it sounds like to me is that, yeah. you know, you get a little serotonin release. Hey, well, life's not all that bad. You know, maybe I can work through this, you know, and it could it could really help. But yeah. that's been, they've talked about this forever. And, they have. And as far as psychedelics go and any illegal drug or, or a class one drug, you know, the thing about it is, oh, yeah, I think this could help. And then people do clandestine kind of studies elsewhere. But, yeah. And then, but the American government says, oh, no, oh, my God, this is the worst thing in the whole world. This is a class one drug. We couldn't do this. We can't get any good research to tell whether it really does work because they don't want to, because it's illegal. I mean, it just goes on and on. It's just a bit like the safety of marijuana. Oh, marijuana is safe. It's just a safe, safe drug. Well, we just don't know that because it hasn't been studied extensively. We don't, don't really know what chronic smoking does with marijuana. And when it gets in the hands of uh, big tobacco, you know, those cigarettes are going to burn fast. I'll tell you that. There might be some additives in that, those joints. Yeah, there's a possibility. Have Tim on the phone. Nice. Tim Lammers, ladies and gentlemen. How are you doing, Timmy? I am well. Thank you very much, Tommy. First thing I want to say, uh, Catherine, is Catherine there? No, she's late as always. Oh, we don't know where she is. Ah, well, I was just going to say, you know, God bless your mother-in-law, Tommy. Yeah, it was a and tough deal, man. And oh, your yeah. father-in-law, I heard of uh, you had the services on Friday. Yep. So, you know, just letting you know, I'm thinking of you, you know. That's it's, very, it's, very uh, nice, yeah. Tough deal, man. Yeah, he was quite the man, you know, highly decorated soldier in World War II, and he's crying and talking about how he doesn't know how his wife put up with him all those years. It was very, very sweet and very strong. It was great. Oh, yeah, yeah. So heartbreaking to hear about that. So, But, uh, yeah, you're right, too. I heard you talking on the queue about them being together for 70 years. Yeah. Well, he, wow. She died at 96, and he's 95 now in October. So. Yeah, he's going to be turning 95 this year. Yeah. Yeah. So. Wow. yeah. That, was, that was 70 years in a row. Yep. <laughs> yeah, exactly. 70 years in a row. Consecutive years. Consecutive years. Consecutive years. It is true. It is absolutely true. But, yeah. It, sure. uh, so shifting gears to uh, something lighter that I don't know if any of you will appreciate as much as me because I'm such a big geek. Happy. Happy Star Wars Day! Uh, May, May the, the, the Force be with you. That's right. Yeah, on the heels of <laughs> Pi Day, I know, but it was just a month later. Yeah. Oh, and tomorrow, tom tomorrow Cinco is our Cinco de Mayo. Get the cerveza out. Oh, do, do, well, do, look do, at that. Got the Nevada. Oh. Do, 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 we all do, celebrate do, different things. I, I've never celebrated Cinco de Mayo. Well, but, it, uh, you know, it, it's not as meaningful as people who originated in Mexico. It's a bit like them celebrating Fourth of July. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Well, sure. the Cinco de Mayo, I mean, it's not even really that big of a deal in Mexico because it's not Mexican Independence Day. Most people think it is, but it's not. It's the Battle of uh, some place. Hold on. But it led to there, but it was sort of like... That. It was, a, it was the turning point of Mexican independence? Uh, let's see, the Battle of Puebla during the Franco-Mexican War. Um, France go. stirring up trouble yet again. The what a French in there trying to try and right, <laughs> nothing but trouble. Nothing but trouble. And nothing but, uh, but losers. No, Mexican <laughs> Mexican independence actually happened fifty years before the Battle of Puebla. Oh, really? So yeah. yeah. I don't know why exactly that battle it was decided that's the big deal battle, but yeah. What were the French doing there? Uh, the Franco-Mexican War, I'm guessing Why they wanted... Why were the wanted, French there? I mean, I'm guessing no they sense wanted Mexico. Well, they had no colonies anywhere near there, except well, Guadalupe, Martinique. That's true, they didn't. But no, they did come to Canada and America. Yeah. They fought in Canada, North America, South America. They fought all over the damn place. Uh, yep. let's, oh, it's so Central America. Apparently, Mexico owed some debts. So uh -oh. France decided we're just going to take your country. We're going to yeah, we're going to we'll put you in debtor's prison. Yeah, basically. But then uh I don't think they won. No, I don't think they Probably did since not. they speak mm -hmm. Spanish. Not French. <laughs> right. It's all true ladies and gentlemen, so um in any case, by the way, Mr. Lammers, I, we've been following your lead. Mayor of Easttown is really good. She is. Kate Winslet is amazing in that show. Isn't she, though? She's I mean, great. I love it when actors, well, you know, and she can afford to, you know. You can take on different roles. You can just kind of, in a way, 
let yourself go. And I don't know if you see the similarities that, <clears throat> you know, I, I think that I really think she's kind of going a Francis McDormand sort of, yeah, I don't give yeah, a crap route yep. <clears throat> with the character, you know, very devoted to what they do, but just kind of blunt and just, you know. Um, but, uh, you know, obviously she has some problems, too, uh, that big problems that she's dealing with personally. So, yeah, I mean, it's just a really, really interesting show. I don't know. Have you seen? Now there are three of them. There mm-hmm. are, the third right. episode right. is Sunday. I thought the third episode was maybe the weakest of the three, especially with the way they set up. Uh, at, the, at the end of episode two, there was kind of this reveal that, uh-oh, something, her ex-husband may be involved in something. And, right. You know, but it's one of these shows, it's a murder mystery, just to kind of boil it down, where everybody is suspect, it seems, right? Yeah, especially in that town. Yeah, and it's a town where everybody knows everybody else. Um, so it's, it's really interesting and really, I don't know, you know, again, I'm not from the, I, I, I would love to see what Mike Bryant would think of it, you know, being from the East Coast, you know, whether you, that has that sort of feel. The interesting thing about it is I, I texted Mike, I said, got to see the show, Mayor of Easttown, and he said, I'm not a fan of Kate Winslet. Never was. What? Who yeah. is not yeah. a fan of Kate Winslet? Exactly. Get rid of Michael Bryant. That's it. Yeah, He's a Call in, damn it. Call in, damn it. <laughs> just just consider, the, consider the source. Just What's consider the, the source. What's the matter with you? You can act like a man. You can act like What's a man. What's the matter with you? <laughs> yeah, so I don't, I don't know. I don't know. I, you know, so that, that authenticity certainly seems to be there. You know, again, not really, never, obviously, living on that, uh, uh, on the East Coast. It just seems like, yeah, I don't know, man. It's just the package deal. Everything is there in that show for me. Yeah, I agree. I think I think the show is really good. I think she's terrific. I think Guy Pierce is fantastic. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I think another show um, that is similar to this to that show that I I, I um, think I mentioned last week. It's called The Killing, um, which was on AMC originally, and I think it still may be on Netflix. Netflix actually did the third season, which was like a truncated season. It was only six episodes. Kind of just to wrap up the story, um, but the the actor in that Mireille Enos, who plays the detective in that show, reminds me a lot too of Kate Winslet in this show. So uh, yeah, I love stories like that. I mean, they're hard to watch, man. I mean, imagine uh, you being in those shoes, and that's where the show is really effective because right. it makes you imagine being in these people's shoes, where you know what one character's daughter's missing, the other one is dealing with. You know, the loss of their own child. Uh, you know, yeah. now there's this murder mystery, and, you know, it just pries on people's worst fears. I mean, this could be your kid, you know, and yep. it's frightening. Yep. It's really frightening. Yeah, the, uh, the, the, they've succeeded in giving you felt life, you know, where you just really are absorbed into it and you're actually feeling yeah, what's going on. Or putting yeah, yourself, totally yeah. relatable. Yep. It, it's really, yeah. That's really a well done. Sign of a great so, show. Great writing, I think great six acting. episodes all together. I'm not sure though. I think six, maybe eight. Yeah, no question about it. So, I but you you recommended a couple of things. You know, Mayor of East Town would be one of them. And there were a couple more. We've been watching almost. I also found the show called Cold Squad. It's a Canadian cop show from mm. I don't know ten years ago. It was eight huh. seasons long. I know, but my wow. favorite part of it is there's a cop, kind of a tough guy cop. He's an older guy, but he's still a tough guy. And basically, if the people he brings into custody don't behave, he basically says, yeah, keep it up and they'll never find your body. <laughs> <laughs> he's a tough guy all the way on that deal. Yeah. I don't know. You know, it's uh, there's some streaming is nice because you don't have to record anything anymore. You don't have to mess around recording right. this, that, or the other thing. It's just going to be there anyway. So I do like that a lot. Uh, well, it allows you to find things. I mean, like you're yep. saying, this Canadian show. You know, one thing that I find with Netflix, I mean, they got a lot of great British drama, British crime yeah, drama. Yeah, they do. Yep. There's a show called The Stranger on there, mm-hmm. uh, uh, which was another murder mystery. And there were a couple actors that were familiar to me, but for the most part, they weren't. But, you know, so you can get these shows 
um, that obviously you would never get. I don't even know if you'd get them on cable, you know, back in the day. I right. mean, so, you know, you're just exposed to a wider range of right. talent that you normally wouldn't get otherwise. So, yeah, that's what's really cool about streaming is so you not only have tons of different streaming services to pay for. <laughs> yeah, to pay for. Because <laughs> God exactly. knows that adds up. Um um, but, uh, you know, it, it's effectively replaces, I think it's replacing cable. Don't you think? I mean, oh, I God, think yes. cable what? is on, in broadcast, I don't even know how much longer broadcast is going to last. Yeah. What's, what, what's the lyric? Uh, 200 stations and nothing's on. And nothing's and, on. Yeah. And that was, in essence, what cable was. Now oh, no you, you can pick well, the things that yeah, you're interested right, in. If you like right. that sports network, hey, yeah. you got something to watch because you get, man, you get all sorts of oddball sports mm-hmm. there along with the, the mainstream ones. I remember when I was a kid, the thing that you did was you just turn on, you know, Cartoon Network or Nickelodeon or whatever, and you would just watch whatever they showed mm-hmm. all day. You yep. Know? yep. Whatever was on at that time, that's what you watched. You didn't really ever pick and choose what you were going to watch unless you were you knew. It's like, okay, so it's like uh, every week at uh, 9 o'clock or whatever, Voyager would be on, and Mom would always watch Voyager. But you'd Call have to me like, out with you'd my have to, sci-fi geekiness. You had to know the time. You had to know the day. You had to specifically sit down for that show. You know, it's just uh, the format just doesn't really, I don't know. It's not convenient, and you don't really choose what you watch much of the time. So I don't know. It, it, it's really a, a culture shift in the 21st century. Yeah, where, absolutely. Yeah. Where you're able to, now you're able to control what you watch. Mm-hmm. And you're not even for that matter, even with regards to movie theaters, that you, you know yeah. you say, so, "Oh, the oh, I can't get that matinee." Right? Jesus, ten o'clock, twelve o'clock. Oh, the theaters are closed. I still want to watch this. Th- mm-hmm. Watch this uh, movie that's out two weeks ago. So you pay your money. You watch it late at night, five thirty in the morning when you get home from work. So you, this time shifting has really come. Full circle from uh, VCRs and uh, with a vengeance almost. Well, Melissa and I, 90% of our TV watching, movie watching, I would say, is done between the hours of probably 9 p.m. and midnight. So if we didn't have those streaming options, we wouldn't watch anything. Probably not. No movies are, you know, no movies. You're not going to go to the movie theater at 10 o'clock at night, even if you can. And very few shows are on at that time, except late night and that kind of stuff. But who's going to watch Remember that? Remember back in the day when you, uh, I, this happened to me all the time, because I always would fall asleep with the television on. You wake up and the national anthem is playing. Oh, yeah. And broadcasting was <laughs> oh, done yeah. for the day. <laughs> we were done for the so day. so weird. Or starting for the day. Or starting yeah, for the that's day. that's true. I do um, remember that. One of my yeah. favorite things back in the TiVo days. TiVo was the first oh, uh, yeah, I love TiVo. program yeah. uh, recording out. Uh, remember, they came and set it up in the house, and it was like, oh, my God. And I remember I TiVo thought we were ba-doop, Hispanic. Ba-doop, ba-doop. Yes, they thought we were Hispanic. They kept on ba-doop. giving us Spanish, Spanish <laughs> shows, shows to watch. To watch. Yeah, TiVo thinks you'll watch this. It had an algorithm where it's like it fi- tried to figure out what demographic you like were in, they and were, then it would suggest yeah, shows. They yeah. were in the Somehow, Spanish language. Yeah, for some <laughs> reason. <laughs> got the idea that we spoke Spanish. Yeah. Well, remember Pat Oswald, Oswald's great line, and I think King of Queens he was on at the time. He comes over and he's all upset, and his buddy goes, "What's the matter with you?" He goes, "What's the matter with me?" Tivo thinks I'm gay. <laughs> <laughs> so that's my that's my game with the YouTube. I, I I pretty much watch only YouTube and YouTube videos, but I always like to mess with the recommended. Yeah. And I watch something really bizarre, see what shows up, comes along in oh, tow. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, they'll cancel now. It's the, YouTube just cancels everything now. If they don't like what it says, yeah. they just get rid of it. They just get they yeah. I all those things, man. They're getting so filthy. At, what are we gonna do about that? No, there'll, show, there'll be another YouTube that shows up, or yeah, yeah, exactly. exactly. Vote for politicians that don't that believe in or that freedom of speech and. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I suppose that is true. Mm-hmm. No doubt. You know, I got to bring up one thing. It's a rather serious subject, but my God, I just uh, something just popped up on my screen here. I knew this had happened, but it, this could be a major problem. Did you see they have a picture in August 
of one of the jurors in the Chauvin case mm-hmm. oh, yeah. wearing a T-shirt that says, get your knee off our neck. Oh, yeah, he perjured he himself lied. to the jury. It's been he, proven. He lied on the questionnaire. Yeah, so basically they're going to have to, Wait, they're going to throw that verdict out. Yep. I'm confused. No. Oh, oh yes. Yeah. One of the jury's oh, yeah. jurors lied during You're selection done. so he could get on the jury. Lied about what? Uh, they asked him if he, uh, he had uh participated in any protests about Chauvin or something, huh. and he had. He said he hadn't, oh. and that is very not okay to do. So we start over so again. We're probably, what yeah, we're just what I'd like to know, trial. though, oh. is oh. how does the jury selection attorneys not check out their Facebook pages? I know. Yeah, that would be like the first thing so I would for do. something like that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like, well, you would think that they'd be extremely vetted. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, that's... that's that's a very, very interesting question. You know, just what is the um, what is their responsibility yeah. with regards to vetting those uh, jurors, or what is the court's responsibility of vetting the jurors? Right. I, because I, remember, I don't know who asks who asks those questions. Well, and it's like is it the judge? There, or there, no? there are actual jury selection like companies that that's what they do. It's not the judge. No. No. The judge. The judge is there while they're well, wait, questioning. So, so you're called for jury duty. Mm-hmm. So when does this jury selection company come in? Right away, before the trial begins. And it's only on gigantic trials that okay. have a lot of yeah. money. Most most oh, trials yeah, don't yeah. have. A, well, no. Most of know. the time, it, it's like if it's such a localized interest thing. But it's like you know, someone mm-hmm. robbed their neighbor or whatever. And most people don't care. But things like this, where it's national or international interest, yeah. they really have to be careful. Of oh God! Well, and on that jury. from what I understand too. Okay, so the prosecution was against Derek. <clears throat> Chauvin, right? Yeah. Yes. So the the prosecution had twenty million dollars or something like that donated to it, yes. and I don't know how many attorneys. Yep, tons. So Chauvin had to have whatever he could afford. Right. Whatever the state, like the a normal, city might have been, state, city or state might have been responsible for that. You can't just. I don't know. I, I don't know who paid for that. But you, uh, there he, was, have, he was in their employee. He was in their employee. I assume they would. Yeah. yeah, but I'm sure that they didn't throw $20 million at him. Well, no, I'm sure. Well, that's the problem with our legal system in America right now. One side has all the money, and the other side doesn't have any money. But didn't you see this coming? I did. Oh, yeah, I yeah, thought course. there's going to yeah, definitely be somebody that's going to lie to well, yeah, get on this jury. This yeah. Either side. I don't care what yeah, side no, you're yeah. on. I thought maybe there would be somebody who was like, I want to, you know. I expect well, I hate George Floyd. To I hate the cops. Try to make themselves famous because they were a George Floyd trial juror. That's exactly right. But I didn't expect it to happen in like a week. Because this well, he's guy the only one that's spoken out so far. So correct? far, yes. But he it was uh, almost immediate. The trial was over, and what? It's been a month, and he's already alter- making the rounds, going, "Hey, everybody, I'm the famous jury uh, guy." Two weeks. Like, of, why would you do that? One of the alternates already came out immediately and said that they were that oh, they shouldn't yeah. have taken as long as they did. That it was just a slam dunk. So, and that oh, was right. That was nice. like the next day. Oh my God, nice I jurors. can't do this again. I know. What? Do what? The whole thing. The whole don't trial watch. again. Just don't watch it. Just like no, I didn't well, watch it. I didn't know any yeah. of it. I Nobody wasn't involved. What's the reaction going to be if they drop this verdict? Yeah, yeah. I stayed on social media. I, I did. Can they? Just, can they just drop the verdict? You have to. Can they wait until we moved? Because I would. <laughs> I would think the yeah, only exactly. thing that they could do was call. Would be to for all of this to come up on his appeal because he's he going go to, to appeal it. He should go to jail. He is that never going to go to jail. That, no, he, he should, should absolutely, absolutely go, to go to jail perjury. for what you can't he did. Perjury Nobody yourself. ever goes to jail for anything like this. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's true. true. I don't even know why we have rules if there are no so consequences. Be, so, you know, he'll be even more famous. This, this juror, is, so he's now in the limelight. He's, he's, oh, yeah. He's, oh, yeah. He's, 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 oh, he's been going on talk shows talking about he? how he saved the world. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, he's, oh yeah. I didn't know he, that. He Andy, Andy Warhol himself. Yeah, basically. He's, oh, great. Yep, he could single-handedly be the guy that gets these uh Yeah, between Maxine Waters and them handing <laughs> $27 million out right before the trial the started. Oh, yeah. People just need to shut the hell up. Yeah. They really need and, to shut up. Well, they the president, really at least, he didn't talk and until the jury was sequestered. <laughs> yeah, but still. At least. Yeah. Yeah, but still. he shouldn't be, people shouldn't be, politicians shouldn't be weighing in on the legal process. Couldn't agree more. It's it's the legal system. Leave it alone. Shut up. Absolutely. Yep. Yeah, right or wrong, no matter how much you hate 
Derek. Yeah, you I hate know. his guts. You want or, him dead. You want to stab him yourself. He still has a right to legal process. Yep, mm-hmm. that's right. I don't understand why people just are, are people getting dumber by the day. Yes, they, they seem to be getting dumber by the minute. Oh my I, god! And our oh. politicians are just like so oh. stupid. Yes, it's just sickening. Yeah, maybe we should start doing IQ tests, MMPIs, and, <laughs> and, and you know, Myers Briggs on all the people before you can run for off. I mean, how about just a at, test? At can you level. get up and get dressed and get out of the house every day? <laughs> can right. you do that? Yeah, can you? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, God. I don't know. It's just these people. Well, you know, and I blame it 100% on on big tech and the politicians. because And the news media, of course. The news media is filthy oh, in America. Now. absolutely. Filthy. That's who runs America, in my opinion. Look, I don't even have a dog in this fight because I don't like Rudy Giuliani. I've met him a couple of times. I actually had dinner with him once years ago. He doesn't remember you. Five minutes after you just sat and talked to him for two hours, he wouldn't remember you. That's just how he is. Mm, I'm like that. But that stuff that they made up about him in the newspapers and then tried to not apologize. for They finally have gotten around to saying we were wrong. But then once it's out there, it's out there exactly, forever. Exactly, because the average person's not going to know no. that he, they ever apologize oh, for the that. the retraction on page 97 of yeah, the exactly. you know, phone book. <laughs> they yeah. know very well that they can, yeah, retractions, no one reads no. them. No question them. about it. They don't really read, not read them, they don't see them. Mm-mm. No, that's very, very true. So I don't know what we're going to do, but like I said, between big tech and our legal system and our political system and our news media, I don't know what the hell we're going to do. Yeah, you know, this might be, this might be uh, coming to the head like the Teapot Dome scandal with, uh, with big oil in the oh, early, oh, ow, early 20th century ago. or yeah. late 19th century. Teapot that, Dome was 1921 to 23. Yeah, and the big oil, and that was, the, that was the corruption and the graft associated with that. Right. So... You know, maybe we'll get us a big tech scandal, you know, uh, you know I hope so. a social media scandal. I think we're in the middle of the scandal. Well, we're yeah. in the middle of effects of it, but we haven't been, been it hasn't been uh, revealed to us. Melinda well, Gates has had enough, I know uh, that. Can you imagine being married to somebody who thinks that just because I got a couple of, how many billions does he have? 137. That nice. he now knows everything about vaccinations, oh, he's yeah. a doctor, yeah, he knows, he everything, knows everything about everything. <laughs> I can't even imagine. Bill Gates has a God complex for sure. Oh, he definitely yes, does. He does. Like, you think uh, Zuckerberg and Bezos have God complexes? No. Bill yes, Gates they has do. a God complex. I heard he's just a horrible human being. Really he didn't hard used to, to be. No. Absolute power corrupts absolutely. Yeah, once they get into that political arena and... Oh, God. All right, just to to get the pressure off, Alex, we'll take a break and come back and talk a little Hollywood. Hollywood. Although they're filthy, too. Yeah, there's no scum in Hollywood. There's no scum in Hollywood at all. So I don't know where we're going to go, Alex. What the hell are you going to do? How about if we talk about pet rescue? There you go. Pet rescue. We'll be right back with the family. As you know, my friend Mike Lindell has a passion to help everyone get the best sleep of your life. Well, he didn't stop by simply creating the best pillow. Now Mike has done it again by introducing his new My Slippers. Mike has taken over two years to develop. The My Slippers are designed to wear indoor and outdoor all day long. Made with My Pillow foam and Impact Gel to help prevent fatigue, and made with quality leather suede. For a limited time, Mike is offering 40% off his new My Slippers. The My Slippers are so comfortable, you'll want to get some for the whole family, which is what we did. Call 1 800 516 5146 or use promo code TOM, of course. 1 800 516 5146. Use promo code TOM or go to mypillow.com. Click on the radio listener square and use promo code TOM. You'll also get deep discounts on all My Pillow products, including. The Giza Dream bed sheets, the MyPillow mattress topper, and MyPillow towel sets. Call 1-800-516-5146. Use promo code TOM. Dan Chesky is here from Dan's Southside Marine to talk boats in February. 2021 is all about boat inventory or the lack thereof. Dan's has what you're looking for in the color and model you want. So get in and take advantage of the factory incentives and discounts February offers. Why should our listeners shop for a fishing boat at Dan's Southside Marine? We have the latest models on display, like the new Revolution. It features rotational seating from Premier Marine and the new Lumacraft FSX crossover fishing ski. Both are getting tons of attention and grabbing sales from the competition. Dan's Southside Marine is packed with pontoons from Avalon, Berkshire, and Premier with all the rebates and incentives we mentioned at the top. Get the family out this weekend and come see these amazing pontoons. 
And be sure to ask about custom-rigged Alumacraft fishing boats this weekend at Dan Southside Marine during our February open house. Dan Southside Marine, six blocks west of 35W on 98th Street in Bloomington. Shop online at dansouthsidemarine.com. There are definitely things to avoid during a Minnesota winter, like licking a flagpole or waiting too long to replace that car battery. But number one on the list is taking a chance on your furnace. Hey, Tom here for Sabre Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning, reminding you that a furnace clean and tune will improve efficiency, reliability, and peace of mind. Or maybe it's time to take advantage of Sabre's rebates and upgrade to an energy-efficient Bryant system. Don't take chances on your comfort. Visit SabreHeating.com. Sabre and Bryant. Whatever it takes. Do, do, do. So I was told Louis Anderson was making, trying to imitate me today. He was. What? How did it go? Who told you that? Bilski. Bilski. Yes. Although he said Michael Bryant. We're making dinner plans. (laughs) Oh, that, yeah, well, there is that. There is that, no question about it. So, Tim, what do you think? Should we just fold up the tent and just get rid of everybody and start all over? I very much think so. I've said that before. It might be time. Let's just start the whole thing over. Plug 2.0. Everybody is out of their mind. Fold up the card table. Let's move to Idaho. That's Ooh, basically what go. Melissa and I are going to do. Coeur d'Alene, baby. Coeur d'Alene. Coeur d'Alene. Yep. Coeur d'Alene's beautiful. Goodbye. I'm just going to stay in my house and live my life. And You're just going to lock the door? No, I'm just going to continue to live as normal because... Nothing you can do about it anyway. Whatever. I'm fine. <laughs> it's true. No, I mean, it's, a, it's all you can do. It's all you can do. Tim, how is it dealing with Hollywood these days? I mean, you do a lot of interviews with Hollywood figures. Is it is it harder? Is it the same? Is it easier? I, I don't know. I mean, it's pretty much been the same for me all along. Look, the the, the majority of the people uh, that I deal with are publicists, studio publicists, personal publicists, and you know, for the most part, I mean, they're hardworking people. You know, yeah. they're you know they're the unsung heroes. They don't really get a lot of credit. Right, that's true. You know, so I mean, my view. Of those people have never really changed. I've, you know, I, I'm, I'm friends with some of them. You know, they're, mm-hmm. you know, so you know. Here's the thing, you know, you get a thing like the Academy Awards where you get the people squawking that are the most publicly known and well-known people. But the fact is, is that if movies go down, there are so many people, the unsung heroes, that are going to be hurt by it too. You know, the crafts. People, the, yeah. <laughs> the all the, you know, the behind-the-scenes folks that mm-hmm. are usually decent, hard-working people. So I guess what bothers me is, is that how so very few can literally wreck everything mm-hmm. for all the people that are just toiling, trying to make a living. Yeah. Well, this is uh, probably delusionally optimistic, but maybe at some point we'll get to a point where we care more about the acting than the actor and anyone can fill that role like stage you know on the stage i mean yeah of course there are people that people worship in stage acting too but for the most part stage actors aren't these nationally famous people who can't even leave their house without paparazzi following them and that would be nice to see in the movie industry too it it, i agree i agree with that and there is once again having been in hollywood there are so many people with incredible talent no one cares Mm -hmm. no they 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 can they can you can run on that treadmill for 30 years Mm -hmm. never be seen be as good as anybody currently on yeah there's a lot of actors out there who are so famous and people can't wait to snatch them up for their film and they're not that good. No, they're not. It's, it's brand loyalty. It's uh, if they have that right look, the marketable exactly. look. Exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And it's a huge, huge amount of nepotism. Okay. I would say that oh, 75% yes. of the actors Probably, we're seeing now yes. are yeah. uh, siblings, mm-hmm. nephews, cousins, you know, sons, daughters of someone else who was regionally successful. And it just, that's, 
or, or the girlfriend of somebody, on and on and on and on. I just list them out. And that's just that's what you're seeing. You're not getting true talent uh, kind of like uh, coming this podcast. Through. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> well, well, nepotism. It's just, just normal. Nepotism. Yeah, just warm body. That's why we're here. It's nepotism. Yep. I'm here just a warm body. But that, 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 that's, that's, a tr- that's true. And if you really look at it, and no one says anything about that. I mean, the nepotism is like yeah. nauseating. Nauseating. No, you're right about that. It's it is interesting how much Hollywood can get away with that other industries, if they did that, people would be all mad. It's like everyone's so mad at the CEOs and the landlords and the bankers for having money and power. But then Hollywood actors have more money and power than any of those people, and everyone's just like, oh, that's, you know, they deserve that. They, uh, they were in my favorite movie, so they should have $500 million. It's like, justify that stance. You can't. Yeah, let's yeah, let's hit hey, let's hit, hey, let's hit them with a little tax. Occupy oh, Hollywood, God, yes. yeah, and, that, and that is going to that they will never be taxed. Rest assured, when, they will not no. see any. That'd tax That'd be pretty increase. easy no. to pass. Like oh, some windfall thing. You sign a contract like a basketball player that's getting two hundred million dollars. Right. Just tax the crap oh, out of God, that yeah. contract. Same taxed. thing with movies. Yeah. Then they should be happy to do it because they're the ones preaching. That's true. Absolutely. They are. That's Absolutely. Do your share. Yeah, they yes. say it because they know it'll never happen to them. But no. yeah. I think, yeah, if a, if a president ran on the platform of, you know, 90% tax for actors, I'm all for it. <laughs> take take every last penny. And Tim Lammers. Put him right in that. He's Hollywood adjacent. Hollywood adjacent. Close enough. Yeah, that's true. It's true. Hollywood proximate. That, that, that is so funny, though. Can you imagine that? Somebody, yeah, we're, we're going to tax actors 90%. That person would be elected. Don't you think? Oh, I, I think honestly, right now, yes. I think a lot yes. of people would like that. They probably would. So, Tim, I have to ask you a question about acting these days, and particularly on TV shows, but it's in the movies, too. So I'm just going to read a paragraph. It has nothing to do with what I'm saying. I'm just going to read a paragraph in the acting style of 2021. Okay, you ready? Uh-huh. CNN's Don Lemon let loose Monday in a lengthy rant aimed at his own colleague, CNN political commentator uh, Rick Santorum. Response to come. What is with this no emotion whispering they all do? Morose business. I have oh, no idea. God, is it horrible. Well, it's kind of reflected in the music, too. Yes, because, absolutely. You know, you, you listen, and I, I, I can't tell you I've listened to an entire song of hers, but isn't Billie Eilish kind of that morose? We were just talking about her yesterday. Downbeat. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Stuff. She, she basically has no emotion when she sings. And people, obviously, they're going crazy for it. I don't you know, there's it. a time and a place for everything. I would imagine it's it's a, what kind of mood you're feeling. But when that stuff is the downbeat, you know, a downer all the time, morose all the time, I I just don't get that. Well, we're just we're back to the Gen X, you know, late '80s, early '90s grunge, emo, goth, mm, everything. Oh God, emo. Everything is sad. Mm. Everything is depressing. You know, yeah, you, you well, it's a reflection of the times. Yeah, exactly. Isn't it? Yeah. Oh yeah, certainly. Yeah. Yeah, your life in America is so. Bad, you know, compared to anybody else in the world. I know. You know, it is just. I'll bring it up around. again. Oh, speaking of you, you were talking about YouTube earlier. Yeah. They they uh, got rid of uh, the one little article they had on this, but you notice you never see perception uh, bias anymore referenced. Everything is either racist or homophobic or sexist or. They, they completely forget about perception bias, which is, again, a good example. My, my, my favorite example of perception bias is I played 18 holes of golf. For the first 17 holes of golf, I sucked. But on the 18th hole, I made a birdie. So my perception is oh, I'm a pretty good golfer. I made a birdie on my last hole. I'm yeah. getting better. Yeah. That's what we're going through right now. And they're trying to blame it on the world sucks and this is horrible and you're racist and you're the none of it is true. Several black leaders have come out recently and said it the United States is not a racist country, so stop saying it is. Which I really admire because it takes a lot of seeds to do something like that. And you look at man, you look around and you talk about we're talking about lethal racism. Oh. Lethal oh, racism. Yeah. No They're doubt about mowing it. them down in Myanmar. Got mm-hmm. Africa cooking yep. again. They got oh, yeah. uh, you know, some of the couple of the stands are getting ready to go to full 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 bore war. I mean, they're just you know you don't look right. Oh, yeah, maybe we kill a few of you. 
Somebody just sent me a text message that said, yeah, I was throwing some darts, missed the entire target with most of them, but one I hit a bullseye, so that's the only one I remember. Is that perception bias? Is it? Oh. Yes, it is. You talk about perception bias. One of the key things <laughs> in surgery and medicine is that you do not remember your complications. Really? No, you have a tendency to erase them right See, out of your there, head. I mean, it is, there it you is go. absolutely the truth. And people <clears throat> talk about that. Frequent surgeons will admit that. You just forget. You remember, remember Jane and she had that bad infection? No. Oh, yeah, I guess I do. You, you just... <laughs> And, and maybe because you have you have to do it because maybe an actor you do do a couple of these crappy roles you got to forget them so you can move on and maybe get a get a get that Academy Award. You know why I think they don't use perception bias anymore and they will go with racism and sexism and homophobia and all the rest of it because it's easier for stupid people to process. I couldn't agree more. That's yeah. the number one reason. Number two reason is because everyone has perception bias. Well, yeah. They do. Everyone has it, so they can't use that. I mean, if I have it, I can't use that against you. And that's and that's a perception bias. Really, is linked to racism, and it's two yeah. different things. It's two completely different. Two completely things. different things. So there's tribalism. There's no doubt about that. That's right. There's no doubt. So racism, tribalism, and perception bias, are, they're three different things. So I don't know why they ever are allowed to do it. Well, the, I know why they were allowed to do it, because they sell a lot of commercials on the news when they talk about things like that. Mm-hmm. Get everybody all pissed off. And then, of course, the pharmaceutical companies come on and, here, take this. You'll take calm it. right down. Calm you right down. God, isn't that amazing? Oh, man, and some doing? of the ads for the drugs are getting I know. so odd. And, you know, just I, if they got to start color coding them heavily, because I just need to go to my doctor and say, hey, I want the... Do I need the red and pink pill, or do I need the blue pill, or the blue and purple pill? You know, which of these pill uh, combination colors do I need? So, to make a segue here, to cheer people up, so maybe, you know, (laughs) Alex and Catherine will get off their phones while the show's on. I'm actually reading a very interesting story that I want to talk about. Okay, there we go. Just totally distracted. Don't worry about it. The story of the Battle of Pueblo? Yes. It's the story (laughs) of the Battle of Pueblo for tomorrow. That's exactly what it is. Yep. Anyway, so so what's the story you want to talk about? A woman that didn't know she was pregnant gave birth to a baby Mm -hmm. at 29 weeks on an airplane. Yeah, the story's like three days old. To Hawaii. I have not heard of this. Oh, that sucks. You haven't heard that story? No. I and sh- there was a <clears throat> physician and three NICU nurses yeah, on board. Exactly. Luckily, they just lucky. happened yeah. to be on board the And they airplane. kept the baby warm with hot water bottles, and they watched its blood oxygen level with a an Apple Watch. Oh. And they, Isn't that a great story? Apple Watches were... can do SPO2. Mm-hmm. That's interesting. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, and it's like teeny tiny, and and then the the physician that so the, she just like delivered the baby, and then right. he came up because there was a call that went over the loudspeaker, and he went up, oh, and man. he was trained in wilderness medical training as well, and so he used shoelaces to tie the umbilical cord. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! MacGyvered, they MacGyvered yeah. that baby. Yeah, and you don't exactly. need to tie the umbilical cord. Technically, they no. kept him stable for three hours. We'll just get that placenta out. Before, Thank God, mom's okay. Before they landed, yeah, she didn't know she was pregnant, and all well, of a sudden, no, she just no, had a baby no, on no. an airplane. She didn't know she was no, pregnant. No, let, let's, yeah. let's just look at this. Let's look at this. Let's look at this. At twenty nine weeks. Let's just reflect on this. If you um, are a little bit larger. Sometimes you don't know you're pregnant. That's exactly. yeah. What you about have, the lack of well, the menstrual have, period? A lot of people have irregular yeah. periods yeah, or no period for 29 no weeks. Some yep. people don't. Yeah, yep. if she oh, yeah. was on like a certain type of birth control, some people never get a period. It's like uh, yeah. that's true. or if or if she just has bad kicking? nutrition or a thousand things. <laughs> yeah, baby kick gas gas. <laughs> Maybe they got yes, bad gas. Yeah. I mean, it's, they, yeah. or they're in absolute denial over this. That's yeah, I think it's denial. denial. Yeah. There but, are so many signs. Yeah. Well, everybody on that show I didn't know I was pregnant is overweight, like pretty overweight. They are, yeah. Oh. yeah because you, it's just not, you know, like when you don't have a lot of fat there, it's mm. very obvious and you feel everything and it's just a different situation. But if you have a lot of fat there, then it's Thank you. But your fat other... isn't ever kicking you in the side. That's, but the, it's, that's true. But well, it's what depends on what kind of fat. <laughs> But at 29 weeks, I mean, a baby's still tiny, and yes, you feel them kick, but 
if you didn't know you were pregnant, I don't know if you would realize. Yeah, it's, there's, 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 there's other pieces yeah. to this. There's psychiatric pieces to this yeah. that are yeah, real absolutely. in these yeah. situations. Yes. I mean, it, I it, it, you're absolutely right. In someone who isn't in denial or doesn't have other issues trying to deny this, yeah, of course, she, if she doesn't want to be pregnant, oh, well, I'm not pregnant. I couldn't be pregnant. I couldn't right. be pregnant. Yeah, I, only had relations, I only had unprotected relations once. I couldn't be pregnant. No, I can't be pregnant. I'm not going to be pregnant. I'm just not pregnant. Yeah, because when you know you're pregnant and you're looking forward to the kicks and you're looking forward to the movements, every little thing is like, oh, my gosh, there it is. But then if you're just like, nope, not a possibility, you're just it doesn't register the same, I'm sure. I'd like to make an observation. What's that? Nothing against it. I'm not nothing against uh, the area I'm talking about. First time I opened my eyes, I, I looked around and saw Long Prairie, Minnesota. This kid looked around and saw Hawaii. It's not fair. <laughs> <laughs> no, he was on an airplane. <laughs> First time he opened his eyes. There he is in Hawaii. Oh, this is hours. what the whole world looks like. Yeah. It looks yeah. like this, huh? Nice. And I'm not sure if she is from Hawaii or... Uh, she's from... Know. Was she from Utah originally? Yeah, they were flying from Salt Lake City to yeah, Hawaii. Yeah, I remember that, yeah. Yeah. So good for her. The kid's and, happy and yeah, healthy. Baby and, and mom are both doing great. Oh, and then it's coming from Utah. You know, maybe she didn't. Uh, there's there's yeah. social pressure there. There might be a certain social cultural pressure mm-hmm. that she shouldn't be pregnant. Oh. She's not married. She I lives mean, in Utah and she was traveling to Hawaii on vacation. Wow. God bless her. The kid's happy and healthy, so I'm glad yeah, to hear. 29 weeks, too, is like that's. A boy or girl? Boy. Mm. Raymond. Ramon? Ramon. Yeah. I thought it said Raymond, but it's Ramon, I think. Ramon, yeah. Wait a second. They shouldn't have to keep the baby warm with uh, bottles. They put it next to the mom. That's true. That doesn't yeah, make any she's sense. Yeah, she's doing... She's just holding it over a T-shirt with hot water bottles around it. I don't know why they no, would No, they should put, put it, it underneath the skin. T-shirt and yeah, give, the, give, the, give this boy a bite to eat. Yeah, I don't... That's what you do. Usually babies don't eat right away. And you get on there... According, according to the doula, Ashley's doula, you, you baby hold can, them there, but they baby, don't no, usually nurse right born, away. Baby can be born, mom can pass out, baby will crawl up to the breast to breastfeed. Yeah, it's like oh, a really? thing. If you just like set really? them near, they yeah. like will inch. But there's generally not a lot really? of feeding right away. Well, yeah, and Nick and the baby that mm-hmm. little usually yeah. can't breastfeed mm-hmm. yet. Yeah, but still, it'd be nose. I, I'd say that doesn't make any sense. Put it right I know, next yeah, to her. I know. Yeah, the warm water bottle with, thing is a little weird. Yeah, that's a little bit. I think he's a, Maybe it's just like a little insurance policy. Maybe. So, yeah. Tim, did you always know when you were pregnant? <laughs> yeah. Well, no, I'm one of these people with all that fat there. So <laughs> <laughs> oh. You could be kicked by a. No, it's, it's just gas. It's just it's gas. Just you could gas. be kicked it's by an MMA fighter. You wouldn't know. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's exactly. That's exactly right. Quack, quack, quack. Oh. There's another story, Alex, Must be that, gas. that a woman last year. That story came up because of that one, I think. Okay. She gave birth to one of her babies after 27 weeks, and the other one was born 87 days later. Wow. She had twins. One born 87 days before the other one. Did she know? That's you can look it up. Look it up. Wow. Did she know she had twins? I believe so. I believe she did. How does we're, that work? It's, it's, I don't it's know. called something. Uh, we're, we're, yeah. <laughs> we're, go, we're going down. We're going down a very, <laughs> we're um, very. You know, now we're going to get a weird pregnancy, weird delivery story. My strange chain. pregnancy. <laughs> Yeah. Indeed, is that yeah, a... they are. Yeah, a twins born eighty-seven days apart <laughs> when in was Ireland. This? In Ireland, did she give birth to them? Uh, that explains a lot. They were Irish. <laughs> I was busy drinking. <laughs> Where was the baby a pint? delivered vaginally, or was it? No, she she no. That was the she was she the first them, one. Was that, it like this baby needs to get out of here because it's not doing well situation? No, I, I, she may have conceived at two different times. Oh, what do you think of that? You've heard of Irish twins? But once you're pregnant, you're yeah, not ovulating anymore. Not nearly no, long enough. Maybe, maybe, maybe she did. I mean, some people they're, get they're, pregnant. It's yeah, not. Like, it's not a fail-safe system. God only knows it's Being not a fail-safe Being pregnant is not system. a fail-safe well, system know, against getting pregnant again. Good to know. They would know when the second one was born. You know, she went age. into labor with the first one, and then the contractions stopped, and they were like. Oh well, we'll see what happens, and then three months later, contractions started up again. That wow. is unbelievable, isn't it? She could have two, she could have had two uh, placentas, two amniotic oh, sacs. I'm sure so. it was two placentas because otherwise there was no way the baby would die in there. Uh, or two yeah. am- amniotic sacs as well, so it could be two yeah. sy- two separate systems. Wow. 
Yeah, yeah. if they're yeah. The world's a strange place. Because paternal twins, stranger. paternal twins, everything's separate, but identical yeah. twins, they're together. Yeah, mm-hmm. can be together, but they can be separate. Well, yeah. I yeah. Mean, there's it, like, there's it's actually it's like not a fail, seven not, different well, kinds yeah. of twin. But yeah, true. You know, hardcore. Yeah, rules. there's like, oh, my twins were INTJFPQR twins. I'm like, what does that mean? Well, you guys have to remember the the oddest set of twins, of course, were Arnold Schwarzenegger and Danny DeVito. <laughs> <laughs> they, were, they were the weirdest twins oh of God. all time. <laughs> Yeah, well, we gave all the genetic superiority to your brother and yeah. you were all the crap that was left behind. <laughs> <Yeah>. Exactly <laughs> right. God. It was wow. fantastic. Yeah. Was Joe Pesci considered consider for Danny DeVito's part, character? Mm. Oh, yeah, that good. would have been a good I one. I don't know. Like, DeVito was great, but yeah, could you imagine Pesci in that oh. role? <laughs> he did yeah. nothing but complain yeah. and shoot yeah. people. We get, we, get, we get into a discussion of uh, Joe Pesci being killed in mob movies. And I was talking oh. to my buddy Tom, Tom Oslin, and he and he oh, says, yeah. "Oh no, he he they shot him and, and and put him in a grave." And I thought to myself, "No, that's not what happened in Goodfellas." Yeah, you know, casino. That, that, that was yeah, right, cause yeah it was casino. You know, yeah. And, and he's and I said no, so I went back and watched that scene, and sure enough, and he was just shot in the back room. Yeah. It's yep. Odd, Ralph, that you bring that movie up because I watched a scene um, in Casino recently, maybe over the weekend, where he confronts De Niro's character in the desert, and. And Pesci is just as hateable in that movie <laughs> as he is in Goodfellas. God, does he play hateable characters. Yeah. Just mean, spirited sons of, you know, I mean, really, really bad guys. And if but yeah, that was, that, that's a disturbing scene, though. The one that you're talking about where they bury him yeah. in the desert and casino. That's, that's a tough one to watch. Yeah, did you see in his current picture, Joe Pesci's current picture, looks, he looks really rugged. I mean, rugged guy. Does he really? Oh, yeah. Man, interesting looking guy. Very interesting looking. What movie was it where he said, Do I amuse you? I think that, that was Goodfellas. Good yeah. That was Goodfellas. I'm funny. Do I amuse yeah. you? Yeah. Funny. Funny how? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and that, and also, too, in that club, it was a different scene, I believe, where Spider, played by Michael Imperioli, oh, um, yeah. in, like, when he got him the drink, and then he said something really benign to, to Pesci's character. Yep. Pesci ended up shooting him in the feet, was it? I think, yeah, he did. He's such of a bastard in that movie. Oh, he is God, a terrible he was a bad person. guy in that movie. Yep, it's true. But when he got whacked in that movie, it was a simple from behind, they whacked him, and then they rolled him up in the carpet. Remember, he thought he was going to become a made man? Yep. And uh, in, in, in Casino, his demise is much, much uglier than that. Yeah. So, no yeah. question. Well, great, Timmy, great performances, though. Yeah, you true. know, there's no question about that. All right, any suggestions on the way out? We got about a minute left. Any anything I should be watching because uh, we we watch pretty much anything you recommend. Oh boy, uh, you know I'll I'll try to have some for you on. Well, I was going to say I'm going to be on Friday this week because Wrath of Man, um, Jason oh, Statham's yeah. movie. Wrath uh, of there's Man. an embargo on it, so I can't review it early. Oh. So I mean, it, it lifts Thursday night. So I, I asked the crew if they can move it. So I will be on with you Friday. So hopefully I'll be able to recommend that movie to you. But Josh Hartnett's in that movie as well. Yeah. Um, so yeah. So I'm, I'm reviewing that one. On Josh Friday. Hartnett's in Wrath of Man. Yeah. Oh God, wonderful. He's a great guy. Josh Hartnett's yeah. a really good guy. My kid had had the same manager as Josh Hartnett. Oh, there you go. All right, Timmy. We'll talk to you on Thursday. Uh, uh, Friday. Oh, Friday, excuse me. You're right. Sorry. Oh, we can talk Thursday. I mean, I can call you and just talk. You want yeah, me to we'll just do that? schmooze. <laughs> I got no problem oh, with that. Senior moment. Did you watch Senior Moment yet? Uh, no, but I do want to see it. You're talking William Shatner and Christopher Lloyd. Oh, yes. my God. Absolutely could be rent it on video on demand. We'll it do it. It is really a lot of fun. We'll I mean, get it. It's the lighthearted stuff you need to take yourself away from all this madness. All right, Pally. We'll talk to you on Friday. All righty. Have a great day, everybody. Thanks a lot. You too. We'll be back, hour two, and Kristen Burt will join us in the second hour.